Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, around for me, around for me, we have such a good father, we have such a good father, my God, it's turning around for me, my God, I can feel it, I can see it, come on y'all. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's turning around for me. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. God is not a God that he should lie. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. It's turning around for me. Come on, y'all. My God. He's the God of turnaround. He's our strength. He's fresh grace. He's a brand new mercy. My God. 
My God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Come on, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Father. It's turning around for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. We are talking about the God of breakthroughs. We are talking about the God of miracles. We are talking about the God of grace. We are talking about the God of mercy. We are talking about the lover of your soul. Thank you, Lord. My God, song out for me. Always be like this. Come on, y'all. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's going to perfect that concerning me. Oh, my God. Later. My favor. Can you say that? Sooner or later. Turning my favor. Sooner or later. Turning. Jesus, my God, my God. Woo, you might not understand it right now. You might not see it right now. You might not get it all right now. Woo, but I promise you, it's turned. He wouldn't be God. He's not a God that he should lie. Woo, can I say it one more time? He's not a God that he should lie. He is not, he is not your earthly parent that may have disappointed you. Ooh, my God. He is not those that have walked out on you. Oh my goodness. He, he is not those that may have disappointed you. He's not those that may have overwhelmed you. Ooh, he is not those that may not have considered you. We are talking about the God of all gods. We are talking about the King of glory. We are talking about the great I am. We are talking about the way maker. We are talking about the person that will shift things in your favor. Why? He's that kind of God. So he deserves your praise. Oh, sooner or later, sooner or later. It, it may not look like it right now. Oh, my God. It may not look like it right now. Oh, my God. It may not look right like it right now, but sooner or later, at some point, oh my God, my scripture even tells me, my God, that he reigns on the just and the unjust, ooh, even when I don't deserve a breakthrough, ooh, even when my, my faith ain't 100% right, even when my life don't line up with it all, oh my God, he'll still, he'll still, He'll still turn it around for me. There was an instance, I think, in Timothy when there was a, an encounter for a man to be healed. And the man ain't even saved yet. Ooh, but the miracle occurs. My God. And then he gets saved. Oh, my God. You cannot tell me, my God, about the power of God. You cannot tell me about the hand of God. You not cannot tell me about the order of God. You cannot tell me about the peace of God. You cannot tell me about the love of God. You cannot tell me that the God that I serve, oh, my God, will not turn it around. Why? He's that kind of God. He's that kind of God. Lord, I thank you for being the God of turnaround. I thank you for being the God of peace. I thank you for being the God of grace. I thank you for being the God of love. I thank you for being a God of joy. I thank you for being the God of strength. I thank you for being the God of provision. I thank you for being the God that will not leave me lacking or incomplete. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. My God, 
I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God. It won't always be like this. But Sean is singing to us. It won't always be like this. It ain't always going to be no pandemic. Ooh, come on, y'all. It ain't always going to be no sickness. It ain't always going to be no disease. And I'm not even talking about in heaven. I'm talking about right now. Ooh, you are seated in a place of authority. Ooh, you are seated in a place of authority to decree a thing. You are seated in a place of authority to declare a thing. You are seated in a place of authority to possess your inheritance, baby. You are seated in a place of authority to see God move. You are seated in a place of authority to declare what the word says over your life. Oh my God, my God. You are seated in a place of authority to declare what the word says over your children. You are seated in a place of authority. See, we'll hear that song and it's like, oh, it's not going to always be like this. And we think we got to beg God for what belongs to us. No, baby, you're seated in a place of authority to say what God says about your circumstance, to say what God says about your situation, to decree and declare a thing and make it its so, to bring heaven to earth in your life, to bring heaven to earth in your marriage, to bring heaven to earth in your children. Come on now. It won't always be like this. Ooh, it won't always be like this. And I decree and declare this is the morning. Ooh, that's a Spirit of the Lord rise up in you, that you walk in your boldness, that you understand the standard that has been set before you, ooh, and that you won't let nothing ooh, be dry, oh my God, or be dead around you, oh my God. Say, can, I, can I just give it to you in scripture? It, I won't let nothing be dead, oh my God. My God, I'm not going to let nothing be dead. My God, I'm not going to let nothing be dead around me. I'm not going to let nothing be dead around me. Come on, y'all. I'm not going to let nothing dry up around me. I'm not going to receive the report of the Lord. The doctor has the final report. I'm not going to receive the statistics about this pandemic as the final report. Now I'm going to understand that I'm seated in a place of righteousness. Oh my God. There's an authority. Oh, there's an authority. There's an authority that comes into me in through Christ Jesus. There's an authority when I became a believer. Oh, my God, in the name of Jesus. My God, I'm not going to let nothing be dead around me. I'm not going to let nothing be dry amount around me. Oh, my God. I'm over, I'm over, I'm over things dying around me. Oh, I'm over relationships dying around me. I'm, I'm over my hopes and my dreams dying around me. Oh. I'm over the enemy telling me what I can't do. I'm over the, the, the naysayers telling me what can't manifest. I'm over it. I'm not going to let nothing be dead around me. I'm not going to let nothing dry up around me. Oh, my God. You, my God. If your marriage is dead, you ought to start shaking your husband in the bed. I'm not going to let my children die off around me. Oh, my God. I'm not going to let purpose and vision dry die off of me. Can I tell you what's been happening in this pandemic? Can I tell you the plot and the plan of the enemy? He is such a dream stealer. He is such a dream stealer. He is such a thief. His goal has been for stuff to begin to dry up around you. Can I tell you something? He has wanted you legally dependent ooh, on a system that will fail you. He has wanted you legally dependent on a system, oh my God, that at any point can pluck its hands off from under you. He's wanted you legally dependent on a system that does not line up with the kingdom. He has wanted you legally dependent on a system to make you think that you have no authority, that God is not God. But the word of God tells us if the my people, oh Jesus, my God, if my people, oh, oh, come on, y'all. If my people, oh, my God, if my people, come on now, if my people, he didn't say this world's people. He didn't say citizens of the United States government. He didn't say, he didn't say the, the citizens of the place where you were. He said, I need you to understand that if my people, oh, my God. He said, if my people, you got to begin to declare that over yourself. I'm his people. Oh, my.
He is my God. Oh, my God. I am his daughter. Oh, my God. This is his family. Oh, my God. I'm his people. I'm his. See, you got to know who you are. I'm his people. He says, my people. Oh, my God. Who are called by my name. Oh, my God. Will humble themselves. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He said, if my people. He said, this, this, ain't, no, this ain't no brain science. This ain't no brain science. He says, if my people. He said, I just need my people to understand that they my people. I just need my people to understand they're not of this world. They're an ambassador. They're sent here on assignment. They're here to bring me glory. They're not here to be caught up in this world system. They're so supposed to be in the world, but if not of the world. He said, if my people, oh my God, you got to begin to see yourself. Say, I got to begin to see myself as his people. I got to begin to understand that I'm a citizen of the kingdom. He said, if my people, my God, who are called by my name, oh my God. He said, if they'll just begin to humble him themselves, ooh, if they'll stop thinking that they know more, more than me, ooh, if they'll stop taking a resolve in just what science says or what man says or what a government says or what the doctor's report says or what this world is doing. He said, no, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Oh my God. Prayer, prayer ain't an old thing. Prayer isn't just for you to get your uh, needs met. Prayer isn't just something you do. Prayer is a divine moment ooh, between you and God. When you invoke heaven ooh, to come to the earth. This is why you got to know your righteousness. This is, this is why you got to know the depth of who you are. You got to know that you are God's people. You got to know that you are called by his name. Oh my God. So that tells me there's got to be another level of humility in us. Oh, come on y'all. There's got to be another level of humility in us. Oh my God. My God. My God. There's got to be a place that we'll go in prayer. There's got to be a, a oh, come on y'all. There's got to be a place. We ain't low enough yet. Oh my God. God, we ain't, we ain't low enough yet. There's still something inside of us that's still too haughty. There's still something inside of us that's, that's still of this world. There's something inside of us, my God, where we haven't laid prostrate enough. There's something inside of us where we're not really seeking his face. We're seeking answers and solutions Ooh, and everything else. Under the uh, other than the word, he's here. God is. He's saying, "Look, if my people, oh Jesus, every time I hear that excites me. Every time I hear that excites me. He says, if my people, oh if my people, if my people, see, this is the point. <laughs> this is the moment." My God, when you begin to recognize who you are, when you begin to see the word as the standard, when you begin to understand you are his people. You are, as a matter of fact, in 2 Peter, he says, you are my chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. Oh my God. You're, you're not here for this world and this world's pleasures. You here for my glory. Oh, you're here for my glory. Oh my God. You're here. So he says in my people. Oh my God. Every time I say that, it's unlocking something in me. Oh, it's establishing my royal priesthood. Every time I, I say that out my mouth, something in me arises. Something in me awakens if my people, oh my God, I'm his, I'm, I'm his, he is, he is mine. Don't let nothing distract you to make you think anything less. You are his, oh my God, and he is uh, yours. You are in this world, but you are not of this world. You are not here accidentally. I don't care who your parents is. I don't care if you didn't ever know who your parents were. You are not a mistake. You're here on purpose. You're here for the glory of God. Ooh, 
if my people, oh, I'm his people. Oh my God. Lord God, I thank you for creating us and making us to be your people. If I'm, I'm his people, you got to understand that you, that, that's, can I tell you something? I destroy in the name of Jesus, every plot that has been planned against you to make you think you needed to be accepted by this world. You will no longer seek acceptance or approval of this world. Why? Because you his people. <laughs> you gonna get revelation today. You his people. You are part of the king. You are a kingdom citizen. You are. You and I know nobody. But nobody ever talked to me like this. And I don't understand how this works. I don't. Right now, I just need you to sign up and get in. <laughs> we'll we'll explain all the rules to you along the way. I just need you to sign up. And to get in, oh my God. And then we're going to explain all the things to you along the way. See, our natural inclination is to go. Oh my God, I thank you for this this morning. Our natural inclination is to go based on the information we get. Oh my God. But if you're getting ready to leave Live this kingdom life. I pray this is stirring something up on the inside of you. But if you get ready to live this kingdom life, if you want to live your best life, baby, oh, come on, y'all. If you want to live your best life, baby, if you want to live in the best truth, baby, if you want to live in a, a non-normal and abnormal situation, which is normal for us, Lord God, I decree and declare and pray today that your eyes of your understanding are being opened and enlightened to the hope and call of who he called you to be in Christ Jesus. That you give revelation in his word today. I'm his people. Oh my God. He knows me by name. He chose me. He called me. I'm not here on accident. I'm not here as a mistake. See, the enemy always likes to relieve you in a cycle of acceptance. Oh, my God. He wants you in a cycle of acceptance, always looking for somebody to approve, always looking for somebody to accept you. Oh, my God. But now, see, I'm on this thing and my thing on my own. Even in that, that's a lie. He created us to be interrelated, interconnected, and interdependent upon each other. He wanted your identity crisis. He wanted you in an identity crisis so that you, you would always seek other things other than the kingdom. Oh, my God. He didn't want you to know your royal DNA. Oh. He didn't want you to read your birth certificate. See, he was hoping, and I'm talking about the enemy. Oh my God, that you that you wouldn't understand that your records are not sealed. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but the Lord is unlocking and unsealing your records and giving you your identity this morning in Christ Jesus. You are a royal priesthood, baby. You are here on design. This is not a this is not a sealed adoption. My God, my God, oh my God. This is not a sealed adoption this morning. Oh my goodness. This is not an adoption that you don't know where you came from. Oh my God. That's not what this is this morning. This is not a sealed adoption. This is where you where you know you running around and you scramble. Well, I just want to know who my parents are. Just want to know where you came from. I'm about to tell you this is not a sealed adoption, baby. You don't not you don't have to scramble wondering who when you accepted Jesus Christ. My God, as Lord and Savior, something was in lock. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, my God. Let me tell you how he showed. First of all, when he blew breath in your mother's body and he knew who you were going to be from the beginning, there was already a seed deposited on the inside of you. And then when you made the decision to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, something was unlocked in you. Something that was locked up was unlocked. Oh my God. Something that was locked up 
was released. Oh my God. There, there was a, a new signature. There was a new sound. There was a new development. My God. The key was placed in the lock when you accepted Jesus Christ. And then your purpose, your abilities, your talents, your gifts, all of that was being unlocked for kingdom. And then the Holy Spirit. Ooh, somebody say the Holy Spirit. Then the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Oh my God. This is why it's so important. The Holy Spirit. As soon as you accepted Jesus Christ, my God, the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit came to you to impart wisdom, to impart knowledge, to impart understanding. Oh my God. Let me give you a few verses. My God, you are God's child. You are in his image. My God, you got to understand in revelation to him, not to anything else. You got to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that your development, oh my God. 1 Corinthians 2, 14, I'm going to read that to you in just a second. Philippians 1 and 6, I'm going to read that to you in just a second. But I need you to understand this morning that you are his people. Oh, come on now. Say that I am his people. Oh my God. He said, so when I accepted Jesus Christ, my God, right? Because true religion, remember in the Bible, it tells us we're going to take care of the orphans. Well, if the Lord tells us in the Bible to take care of the orphans, for those of us who have felt like we have never belonged, ooh, for those of us who have felt like we are never apart, for those of us who have always felt like we are on the outside looking in, my God, I thank you for the royal adoption. He tells us in the scripture, he says, I want you to make sure you take care of the orphans. So if he's in the scripture in the word telling us, I want you to make sure that you take care of the orphans, what kind of God would he be that he not take care of his children? Oh my God. God, oh my God. See, the enemy has wanted you in such a stressful process Ooh, to make you think that you got to earn this. Oh, come on, breakthrough is coming today. Deliverance is coming today. Freedom is coming today. The enemy has wanted you to be in, see, all these religious things and all these worldly things have been sent to confuse you, to make you think, my God, I thank you for this, to make you think that this was such a trying and a stressful process. But this is not a trying nor a stressful process, baby. All you got to do is receive ooh, and believe. Say that this morning. All I have to do, type it in the comments, is receive and believe. My God, it's not confusion. Confusing. All I got to do is receive and believe. Oh, Lord God, I thank you for this. 2 Corinthians 6 and 18, he says, and I will be a father to you. Ooh. Come on now. I need you to hear me this. You need to, you need to open up. You opening up your royal birth certificate today. Oh, my God. There's an, a divine appointment and assignment in you. And it began at the place that you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Anything else is a less than version of you. I need you to declare today, I will no longer live a less than version of myself. I will see myself as God sees me. I will see myself as worthy. I will see myself as approved. I'm no longer going to be confused about who I am. I'm no longer going to be trying to figure out my place in this world because my, my place is not in the world. My place is in this kingdom. My place is in this kingdom. When Jesus Christ came, he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. My place is not in this world. I'm not from this world. I'm going to stop trying to identify with this world. I'm going to stop trying to belong to this world. I'm not going to let this world confuse me any longer. Why? Because my place is in the kingdom. Oh my God. You've been trying to fit in, baby, in the wrong places. Come on, Lord, unlock us this morning. Unleash us this morning. You've been trying to fit in in the wrong places. Say, I've been in the wrong places. I've been with the wrong people. Oh, see, you've been trying to live in a world that tells you things move according to its 
timetable, but you have a God, my God, that a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day, baby. He's unleashing something. He's unlocking something. You don't belong in this system. You don't belong in this world. You're not a part of this world. You're seated in high places. You're seated in heavenly places. Your name is already written in a book. Woo! You already got a path and you already got a plan. 2 Corinthians 6 and 18. He says, and I will be a father to you. Oh my God. It's time for you to let him be your father. Oh, come on now. It's time for you to let him be your father. He says, I'll be a father to you and you will be my sons and my daughters. Oh, glory to God. Here it is. This is the signature. See, when a baby is born, my God, the social worker comes in and she comes in with a, a, a set of paperwork and she wants every parent to fill out the form on the paperwork. But can I tell you, after you write all the baby's name in and all the other stuff in, here is the most significant part of the paperwork. Ooh, Jesus. Here's the most significant part of the paperwork. At the end of the paperwork, the signature. Ooh, come on now. The signature. Come on now. The signature at the end of the paperwork that gets certified, that get notarized. Ooh, come on, Jesus. Bring in our notoriety this morning. The signature at the end of the paperwork. Come on now. That signifies, that says without a doubt in the name of Jesus, this is who you are. This is Jesus signing off this morning. This is God saying to you this morning, no more confusion to who you are. He says, I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That's 2 Corinthians 6 and 18. Deuteronomy 10 and 18. He says, he defends. Oh my God. You don't have to defend your cause. You don't have to justify who you are. You don't have to explain to people who you are and what you're doing. And you've been doing that for so long. You don't even have to announce. Oh my God. You don't even have to announce who you are when you're in the room, when you are royalty, when you understand who you are and whose you are. You just get in position. He says, he, he says, he, he says, Deuteronomy 10 and 18. He says, I defend the cause of the fatherless and the widow. And I love the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. Come on now. That's God. Ooh, that's God. Before he gave us the assignment, he took on the assignment himself. Ooh, he said, I'll defend your cause, baby. I'll become your father, baby. I'll become your husband, baby. I, if you widowed, if you ordered, or if you a stranger, I got you. Come on now. My God, in the name of Jesus. James 1, 27. Religion that our God, our Father, accepts as pure and faultless is this. Right? To look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep one's self from being polluted ooh, by this world. You got to declare today, I am no longer, you got to make a decision. I'm no longer going to be polluted by this world. You got to make a decision today. You know what? I'm going to stop opening these doors to negativity. I'm going to stop opening these doors to doubt. I'm going to stop opening these doors and questioning and bringing these things into my life that do not affirm who I am in Christ Jesus. Jeremiah 29 and 11, when he was talking to Israel, he said, I need you. I need you. I need y'all to take this how I say it, right? I'm speaking about this here. This is what he was saying to him. This is the hip hop version. This is the LMJ version. This is what, when he was talking to him. He says, look, I need you to listen to me. God, I thank you. I need you to listen to me. I know the plans that I have for you. The Spirit of the Lord is saying us to this, us this morning. I need you to hear me on this. I need you to wipe. I need you to do a mental erase of everything that you have learned from this world about you. I need you to do a mental erase woo, from everything that you think is you. I need you to do. As a matter of fact, I need you to ask the Lord, rebuild me, Father. Oh, 
Rebuild me, Father. Restructure me, Father. Redesign me, Father, in your image. I need to, I need you to assert yourself. He said, this is he says, because here's what I need you to know. I know. <laughs> I know from the beginning to the end what I planned for you. I, I know what I planned for you. I know how I designed you. I know that I, how I created you. As a matter of fact, there are things that I know about you that you don't even know about yourself. There are things, Father God, that I'm discovering about you, that, that, that I have said about you, that if you haven't even discovered yet. Oh, my God. Rebuild me in your image. Ooh, can you declare that this morning? Lord, rebuild me in your rebuild me in your image. Ooh, rebuild me in your making for me. There have been lies that I have believed. Oh my God. As a matter of fact, my, I don't I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn, I don't even want you to turn the page this morning. I want you to throw out the old book and pick up the good book. He says, I know the plans I have for Mildred. I know the plans I have for Michelle. I know the plans I have for Stasi. I know the plans I have for Kelly. See, it's deeper, bigger, and greater than you ever imagined. It's deeper, Angela. It's bigger. It's greater than you ever imagined. See, you done seen a scaled down version of yourself. Oh my God. Unlock us this morning, Lord God. Unlock us this morning. You done seen a scaled down version of yourself. You done, you done seen a little bit of yourself. Remember 1 Corinthians tells us over there. It says, we all do see through a dark glass darkly. We only see this thing in part. So if I only see it in part, you don't know all about you. You, If you knew all about you, you wouldn't be led by the Spirit. Woo, thank you, Lord God. If you, I'm going to say it one more time. If you knew all about you, you wouldn't be led by the Spirit. It's uh, some stuff. It's a lot of stuff. You're going to have to trust to the Father. If you knew everything about you, woo, if you if you had it all together, it, then you wouldn't be dependent on the Spirit. Woo, come on now. You wouldn't let the Lord lead you. The scripture says without faith it's impossible to please God. So if you knew everything about you, oh Jesus, my God, if you knew everything about you, then you would really act like you knew nothing about you. Oh, come on now. My God. He says, so for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I got a plan to do what? Ooh. I got a plan to do what? See, this is why you got to know what the word says. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, come on now. When the enemy comes in with some lies, when some when the enemy comes in with some disbelief, when the enemy comes in with some mess that don't add up, when some when the enemy comes in with something that don't line up with your marriage, when the enemy comes in with something that don't line up for your kids, when the enemy comes in with something that lines up don't line up with your with your process, then you begin to assert yourself and say. No, because this is what the good father spoke to me. He said, look, Israel, my God, this just wasn't for Israel, this for now. He says, look, I need you to get this, right? And then Jesus said it in the New Testament. He said, I need you to get this. He said, I got a plan. <laughs> Pat yourself in the chest this morning. Shake yourself up this morning. Tap your head this morning. Move your body a little different this morning. He says, I got a, I got a plan. <laughs> And it wasn't for you to fail. <laughs> and it wasn't because it wasn't for me to leave you. And it wasn't for me to forsake you. Ooh! And it wasn't for me to leave you stuck. And it wasn't for me to leave you incomplete. And it wasn't for me to leave you impoverished. He said, no, I need you to understand. I need you to get this, Lakeisha. I need you to get this, LMJ. I need you to get this. He says, this is what I need you to know. He said, I got a plan and it comes with a hundred percent benefit package. And this plan says, here's what I'm here to do. I'm here so you can prosper. <laughs> oh my God. I'm here so you can prosper. John said it over in the book. He said, let me tell you something. He said, my loves, my dear, my loved ones. He said, I wish above all things. Ooh, 
my God. He said, I wish above all things that as your soul is prospering, as you're beginning to be stirred up, as you begin to be awakened, as you get revelation knowledge, as you come into the reality of who you are, as you understand who your father is, as you understand that you are not of this world. John said, my beloved, my God, my beloved, my, my God, there's a shaking, there's a stirring, there's an unlocking. He says, my beloved, I got a destination for you. Oh, my God. He said, my beloved, I got, a, I got a destination for you. I got a journey. I got an end place for you. This isn't just about an end time religion. This is about an end time revival. Oh, come on now. See, we've been focused on an end time religion that leaves us focused only as heaven, as, as only on heaven, what will happen in heaven. But an end time revival mentality brings us into a place in reception of understanding that before I get to heaven, woo, my God, heaven needs to invade earth. Oh my God. And how does heaven invade earth, Lakeisha? How does heaven invade earth, LMJ? Heaven invades earth through you. Heaven invades earth through your gifts. Heaven invades earth through your talents. Heaven invades earth through your calling. He's no, I don't, not just an end time religion. My God, that focuses, okay, when I go to heaven, no, baby. He says, John says, my, my beloved, oh, come on now. John says, my beloved, I wish that as your soul was prospering, I wish that as you were coming into revelation of who you are, I wish that you would understand that sickness and disease does not belong to you. Because Isaiah 53 and 5, he said, I'm unlocking something when I go to the cross and I'm going to take away all the sickness and I'm going to take away all the disease and I'm going I'm to put it on my back and it's going to be in a stripe. Woo! And I'm going to bleed out for you. I'm going to take it on you so you don't have to take it itself. This is why it was so important. See, let me give you this and we're going to get out of here. This is why it's so important for you to understand who Jesus is in relationship to who you are. Right? So that you understand the Lord's plan is to prosper me, not to harm me. The Lord's plan for me is to give me hope and not a future. When Jesus came, he says, they were trying to, that, that, how he, you know, all this, he, all this religious stuff. See, he says, he kept saying repent. He's never, he never taught religion. He never taught church doctrine. He never taught any of those things. He didn't. He focused on the kingdom. They were trying to catch him up. He said, see, let me tell you something. See, you got to get revelation, understanding of who the father is and how you fit into the scheme of things. He said, let me tell you something. He says, I didn't come to abolish the law. <laughs> I didn't come to abolish the law. That ain't why I'm here. He said, I ain't come about. He says, as a matter of fact, I caught, I came to confirm. I came to affirm that what my daddy said. See, if he abolished the law, oh God. See, we gotta, you gotta get outside this mentality that kingdom is to control us. Kingdom is so you can have life. Kingdom is so I can have life. Kingdom is not here. Well, you know, religion, religion is a form of control. Education is a form of control, but you go get degrees. This Jesus stuff, these Jesus people, they're trying to control you. Um, societies, sororities. They forms of control. They all got rules and laws, but you go join them, right? That's that's the you go you go you go get membership. You 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 go to work your job. Got laws and and control, but you go do this, right? He says, let me tell you something. He said, I ain't come to abolish the law. That ain't why I'm here. Woo! He said, that ain't why I'm here. He says, As a matter of fact, I came to prove the law. His daddy gave the law. His, his daddy gave the law. You got to understand, Jesus is here so your butt can have a second chance. Woo! Jesus here. Jesus is here because he knew. Remember, go back to Moses. No, Moses. I mean, go back to Noah. Jesus is here because we couldn't get it right. Jesus was here because God knew we needed some grace. So when people start telling you, stop trying to press that Jesus. No, Jesus is here so you can get the grace. Jesus is here so you can get the second chance. He said, I'm not coming to tell you what my dad. See, you think people established the law. But when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, the law, you think 
People established the law. That's why you need to understand the Ten Commandments are still a promise. He said, I ain't come to abolish the law. He said, I came to prove that the law is real. He said, I came to fulfill the prophecy. I came because I knew your butt wasn't going to be able to fulfill the law. I came because it's been evidence. Oh, my God. He said, I came because it's evidence that you can't walk this thing out without my help. <laughs> He said, so I'm here not to abolish the law. I'm here to fulfill the law because you're not going to be able to do this without me. You're not going to be able to maintain, to sustain, to fulfill your purpose, to, to get to heaven without me. You've already proven that you cannot live on this earth, do what God asks you to do by yourself. Eve and Adam, you've already approved that you won't let me rule you when the Israelites start yelling, give me a king, we need a king. You've already proved that you cannot live according to your own government. So this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to send you woo, a savior. I'm going to send you someone to stand in the gap. I'm going to send you someone to take the place of all your mistakes and all your mess ups. This is why repentance is so important, baby. This is why Satan don't want you to have no word in you. This is why con condemnation waits on you and is so heavy on you because he don't want you to understand that if I really understand who Jesus is, I live in a different place. I live in a different victory. I start acting different. I'll start talking different. I'll start walking different. I'll understand that Jesus didn't come to control me. As a matter of fact, John 10 and 10, he's very clear. He says, the thief. <laughs> I ain't the thief. <laughs> I ain't trying to steal your health. <laughs> he said, I ain't the thief. <laughs> I, I ain't the thief. I ain't the thief. I ain't, I ain't the thief. I ain't the I ain't the thief. I ain't, I ain't the thief. <laughs> I ain't the one that came to kill, steal, and destroy. That ain't why I'm here, baby. I'm here so you can have life and you can have it more more abundantly. <laughs> oh my God. I'm here so you can have life and have it more abundantly. Psalms 146 and 9 says, The Lord watches over the foreigner, sustains the fatherless, sustains the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. Only people who don't get this, is only time we don't get this, understand this, is because our ways. 1 Corinthians 2 and 14 says, You'll never get this by your flesh. <laughs> See, the Sadducees and the Pharisees and all that, we, we can go, school can give us a whole degree and tell us we can be successful in it, and we'll follow the plan and apply the school with no resistance. The word of God comes in and says, here's your real freedom, right? John 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word of God comes in and says, here's your real freedom. <laughs> here's your real freedom. Your freedom is getting ready to be in Jesus Christ. And every way he tells you to live, that's where your real, real freedom. Everything else got a rule to conform us. <laughs> School got a rule to conform you, and the education is a conform to conform you. Religion is to conform you. Christ is to free you. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I love y'all. <laughs> Woo! I gotta get out of here. Christ, that this Christ is to free you. Religion is to conform you. It is. Christ is to free you. Education, all these other things that we get caught up in, right? It's nothing wrong with those. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. But all of those are designed to give you information to make you think a certain way. Christ is given to you to free you so that you can be free. <laughs> Sometimes we'd be like, oh, I need to go get more education. No, you need to be more full of the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26, he says, I'm coming so you can get a comforter, an advocator, a teacher, an educator, someone that goes before you. No, sometimes it's not more about more education and more stuff to add to you. Sometimes it's being about being more full of the Holy Spirit. No, I need more Holy Spirit in me because the Holy Spirit is what's going to unlock me and teach me and tell me who I am. Ooh, okay, let's go. I love y'all. I don't know. I need to do a few things. I need y'all to stick with me. We're gonna do our confessions. Um, we need to be a. I want to be a blessing this morning to Teresa Skinner. 
Um, Teresa, if you got your cash app, drop your cash app. We're going to sow into Teresa's life. If you're new to the devotional, this is just something that we do as a community of believers. And this morning, we're going to be a blessing to Teresa Skinner. I also need you to... Um, um, so she's going to give us our cash app. We're going to pin our cash app. Do not get off of here and not give. One, we're going to give two. We're going to be a blessing to Teresa Skinner this morning because that's what the Lord is requiring us to do. Anytime we get to the money part, people start to fall off. But that's a part of the kingdom. We ain't finna just, we, that's a part of the kingdom. So that's a part of the kingdom. So we're going to be a blessing to Teresa Skinner this morning. She's our sister in Christ. We're going to obey God when God tells us. To be a blessing to somebody, we're going to be a blessing. That's dollar sign. Josiah, did you see it? She just dropped it. T-Skin. T-E-E-S-K-I-N-N. Somebody type that on Angela. Will you put that on YouTube? Um, T-Skin. When God does these things, I don't, I don't know. But every time he does it, there's something significant in it for the person. This is about God being provider. So what we're going to do is we're going to turn around and let God be provider and do what he asks us to do. And he's going to use it. So it's dollar sign T-E-E-S-K-I-N-N. If the Lord places on your heart, go be a blessing to Teresa Skinner. Second thing I'm going to tell you is, I, yes, sow into the word. <laughs> sow into the word, give into the word. You can go up to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, cash app, dollar sign, LMJ ministry. I, I'm, I'm going to say this how I feel in my spirit. I'm not ever going to try to lead you wrong financially, but I was so into, so into the word. So into the word today. So, so into the word today. That's all I can say. That's all I feel stoned in my spirit. So into the, so into the word today. So, so into the word today. She's dollar sign T-E-E-S-K-I-N-N. -N. So into Teresa's life today. And then sow into the word today. I need you to do that today. Um, my God, this is such a powerful, prosperous word that unlocks. It does, Mama Sandra. Your blessings come from God. And if you don't get that yet, trust the kingdom and God will reveal it to you. I got so much I want to share and teach you this, this week. I got so much God has poured and downloaded into me. It just does not make sense. So sow into the word. Third thing is, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ, and I don't want you to be sitting over there, well, I ain't got nothing to sow. Does that mean I won't get blessed? Absolutely not. <laughs> so I'm not one of them people that are going to tell you God can't bless you if you ain't got nothing to sow. God sees the desire in your heart, right? And if your desire is really to be a giver, his word says he's going to give seed to the sower. <laughs> He said he's going to give bread to the hungry. God will always take care of his. God will put something in your hand so that you can be a benefit to the kingdom. Pray for the devotional. Get in position and pray. Pray for others around y'all. When I had nothing, I would so. Can I tell y'all something? <laughs> I would sow my life into kingdom when I had nothing, right? My God, okay. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for your power today. We thank you for your strength today. And we thank you for your grace today. And we thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for your love. Now, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. This is the divine unlocking. You need to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Oh, my God. There's a shift in the atmosphere. There is a divine portal open and a door of unlocking occurring right now as we speak and as we sit here. Father, I thank you for unlocking us, for taking us to new levels, for giving us rest, fresh revelation and the power and the authority to come over the devil. Thank you, Angela, for dropping that. Now, we're not going to be wise. I'm almost, I'm going to round this up. So I need you to, uh, I need you to, uh, Lord, show yourself strong in Teresa's life. Show yourself strong in all of our lives. Lord God, I thank you, Father, for that. I thank you for all things. I thank you in all things. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for supernatural strength. Thank you for your power. Thank you for everything. Repeat after me if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins. And I promise to love you the best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Ooh, it's some power on this word today. It's some power on this word today. Hey, y'all, listen. We got Bible study tonight. We got. We are not not doing feed the streets. God is orchestrating something different. And right now, I just got to be sensitive to Him. So still plant your seeds. Still give to feed the streets. I want to pack backpacks full for little kids and put like 
play just different things in there because so the kids know that they're well loved right um and it's, it's not a backpack full of school supplies i'm not trying to it's something specific so don't don't withhold feed the streets giving to feed the streets we're still serving this month we're just waiting on god and allowing god to do it his way say that i'm allowing god to do it his way nothing in this ministry is studying set in stone this is not our ministry this is god's ministry this is not our ministry this is god's ministry so we're going to do exactly what you know ladies bible study tonight remember we're learning storehouse principle financial principles that we have not operated in get in the group be a part see you at seven o'clock and then y'all notice some differences it's gonna look a little different in here we're almost finished also we have chase the lion noonday devotional this friday so make sure you're a part of that group from 12 to 12 30. it's just from like for my movers my shakers my entrepreneurs those that want to go higher in god we meet on every other friday 12 12 30. my god god is shifting and changing things the environment in here is changed i'm not behind my desk anymore we just trust in god in this season and i want to share something with you and we're going to do our confessions sometimes transitions will feel strange right this is different when i got up this morning this was different for me my desk isn't here anymore we're moving around lights cameras all this other stuff it felt different it felt odd but as soon as i sat down i felt something inside of me rise up I knew why God had told me to move, remove the desk. I knew why he had told me to change the environment. I felt so free. I felt I didn't have the desk hindering me. I could really worship God at the place that I wanted to worship God. So you cannot be afraid in this season when God is transitioning you and telling you to make moves and asking you to do things that you've never done before. You got the first Corinthians 2.14, be led by the spirit. Can you say that this morning? I got to be led by the spirit. I got to be led by the spirit. I got to be led by the spirit. You got to be led by the spirit. You cannot be afraid of what he's requiring of you or asking you to do in this season. Might seem strange. You got to stop having them absolutely. Your life this concrete. This is how I'm going to do stuff. No, this, this God stuff. This is how you're going to do. You got to be led by the spirit. So welcome. You're going to probably see a little bit look a little different in here tomorrow. Welcome to all the different changes and the things that the Lord is doing in us so that we can be able to receive the word. I got a cute little chair back here in power. Woo, you got to be led by the spirit, not your flesh, not your flesh. You got to be led by the spirit. Let's do our confessions and let's go. Woo, thank you, Lord. My God, if you are new to the devotional, right, um, we do a set of confessions in which we allow um, ourselves to confess the word of God so that we can be full of his power and full of his love. You got to be full of, oh, I got so much I want to share this week. I got so much I want to teach this week. Oh my God, I cannot wait. So one, I'm a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Let me say this to you. When we, we're going to do another round of finance you. I feel it coming soon. I promise there is a grace on my life to get out of debt. There is. There is just a grace on my life to get out of debt. There is a grace on my life to teach kingdom finances in a biblical way. When I do, when I do, when I offer finance you again, I am praying that this is going to be the biggest finance you class ever. You, some of you, can I just tell you how the Lord keeps showing it to me? Some of you don't have to give because your finances is tied up in other places. And you just need to see how to get your finances out of other places. And you need to see how money don't need to be a hold on you. Money got a hold on you, right? You're not supposed to, money not supposed to hold, have a hold on you. You're supposed to have a hold on money. So when I do finance you again, because I feel the Lord, I feel the pressure of the Holy Spirit. When I do another round of finance you, if you haven't gotten the principles yet, if your lifestyle don't match your anointing and all the other stuff that God is asking you to do, I need you to be back in finance you again. I need you to share finance you. I need you to share this devotional. I need you to put the word of God everywhere. God is about to do something revolutionary through our lives, through this ministry. I need you to get back in finance you, right? Student loan debt is going to be erased. So that you can understand kingdom principles for your mind finances. So you can stop eating up your seed. And then when it comes time to sow, you won't feel grieved by sowing. Okay. So let's do our confessions. I'm a new creature in Christ. 
Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. I've died and been raised with Christ and now seated in heavenly places. Ephesians 2, 5 and 6. I'm dead to sin, alive unto righteousness. Romans 6 and 11. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. But every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall show to be in the wrong. Isaiah 54 and 17. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. I have prosperity in all areas of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination Every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things that he offers me. Woo! I don't speak negative things on purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I never bind a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer, not a doubter. Woo, come on, y'all. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word. Pray, minister, or praise God. But I am alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. Hold on. I got a word for somebody. That's why I be wanting people to stay to the end. I need you, I need you to hear me on this. Um, stop rushing. And I'm going to say it by the Spirit. Stop. Don't run from one thing to the next, right? The, when you feel like you're always, like if the enemy has you in a place where you feel like you're missing out, when you feel like you're missing out, you'll run from one thing to the next thing. Because the whole goal is, is I think I'm missing out, right? Don't ever feel rushed. Don't feel rushed to get off the devotional. Don't feel like you got to rush out of church. Don't feel like you got to rush to the next thing. That's an assignment of hell against your life. If I always make you feel like you missing out on something, then you'll always be rushing and you'll miss what God is trying to do for you in one specific thing in one moment. You got to practice being present. You got to learn how to be present. You got to say that I got to learn how to be present. So if you're that person that you feel like you always rushing to the next thing, that's the enemy rushing you. The Lord doesn't rush you. And then if you got time management issues, let's get time management issues. It says, I cast my care on the Lord for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. I do not fear and I'm not guilty. I'm not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers or sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man and I'm judged by no one. I take, I take, I, I, I operate not the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues, interpretation of tongues, the work of the miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing and prophecy. I walk in the spirit all the time. I have been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust with no fear of rejection or of being hurt. John 8 and 36, Romans 8 and 1. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy and all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose rather to believe the word of God. Work is good. I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to respond every responsibility in Jesus. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus wore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick. And they recover. I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. Ooh, I do what I say I do and I'm going to get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed a God for ministry. Ooh, thank you, Lord. I'm an obedient wife. Hey, baby, I promise I'm going to be an obedient wife. And no rebellion operates in me. My husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home, and he makes godly decisions. 
That's it today. Thank you, Lord. All my children have lots of Christian friends, and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the Word. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the Word. All my household are blessed in the deeds, blessed when we come in and when we go out. And all that our owners pay for, I owe no man nothing except to love him. In Christ Jesus, I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Ooh, let somebody else experience the love of God through you. Somebody need to know they love. Somebody needs this message right here. Some This message right here, somebody needs it today. Somebody needs it. Share this message. Put this message in your groups, in your people. Don't be stingy and selfish. If you feel like you can't share the message, ask yourself, why do I not want to share the message? Why do I not want to share the gospel? What's in me that's confusing me or What's in me that I don't want people to know what I'm watching or listening to. And all the spirit will reveal to you what's going on. I love you so much. I'll see y'all in the morning. Go be love. It's kingdom. I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited to see what God does for us in this season. Remember, Friday, he told us this is a new season. This is a new season. Many of you made transitions over the weekend. Y'all had transitions going in over the weekend. It's a new season. So I'll see y'all. In the morning, love, peace, and blessings. Ooh, thank you for your word today. Thank you for your word today. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.